So there's no one size fits all laws, but sit down at the table and call it what it is. People have zero respect. There is a mental health crisis in this country and our legislators have no balls. Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interests in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate. And if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Hello, and welcome to Political Contessa. I am Jennifer Nassor, and I'm your Political Contessa. Last week, there was a horrific shooting of school-age kids in Nashville, Tennessee. It was not just children. Six people died. Three older administrators, janitor, and three children that were nine years old. The shooter went into the school and had a plan of what she was going to do when she got in there and just shot aimlessly and took six lives. Wherever you stand on guns is really, I feel it's such a personal and sensitive topic But I'll tell you why I'm doing this podcast is because earlier today, I met someone who who said to me without knowing me, just asked me what I did. And I told her that I was a political consultant and she didn't bother to ask me what party I was consultant for. She didn't bother to ask anything about who I help, which would have given her a cue. And by the way, this isn't someone who is um, academically stupid, but it's first time I met the person. And instead of trying to get information out of me to see where I stand, which I suggest if you're not in politics and you don't know where people are, then take a moment to kind of feel out and flush out where their politics are. So you don't say something as insensitive as what this woman said to me, which was, she just blurted out, I hate Republicans. Now, there are a lot of Republicans I don't like. (laughs) I don't agree with them. There are some I don't like because I think personally they're morally corrupt, And then there are others that I think their policy is just so, so out of line with mainstream America. But there are also Democrats that I really don't like because I think that they are just terrible people. By the way, some of them are elected to office in Massachusetts. But then there are others who I just don't agree with policy wise, but but I understand where they're coming from and they're not bad people. 
So to just say a blanket statement that I hate Republicans kind of then spurred the conversation that we were then having. And I'm tan right now. I just came back from vacation in Florida. She then said, oh, those people in Florida, they're all crazy. It just kept getting worse. Don't say things like that. It's horrifying when you're on the other side of that, when you don't know what you're talking about, right? Not everyone in Florida is crazy, just like not everyone in Massachusetts is crazy. And if you don't like their politics, you don't have to go to Florida. And if you don't like our politics here in Massachusetts, some of us are here and just try to fight the good fight. But if you don't like it, don't you don't have to move here. Right. And so we have choices. And then she started saying about she, she was talking about the shooting that occurred at the Covenant School in Nashville. And she wasn't really talking about it from an educated perspective, but more of a I just don't understand why there ever have to be guns. So it made me think about doing a podcast on this because I, I don't know if you have ever shot a gun before. I have at not not in my backyard, not at anyone and not because I'm trained to do it, but I went to a gun club and I've gone a couple of times with friends to gun clubs and I've shot different guns, rifles and handguns and bigger guns and and it's great. It's it's a sport. And I truly believe in the Second Amendment that we do have the right to bear arms. However, here's my problem. We also need to make sure that crazy people don't get guns because I agree that guns don't kill people. People kill people. But guns are 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 the they're they're the the way that the people are getting killed. And in this case, it's kids. And it keeps being children that get killed. And I'm not advocating for gun violence for gangs, but there have been gang fights and kids have been in the wrong place at the wrong time and gotten killed or innocent old people or innocent people, regardless of their ages. We can't stop. I don't know how we stop gang violence. Not that we can't. But if we have rogue DAs that don't want to actually prosecute crimes those are going to continue. I think it's just like saying we're going to eradicate drugs from our streets. That's not going to happen. That's actually idealistic. Same as guns. And so we need to put plans in place and procedures in place and have some sort of, of idea of who has a gun. Now, I live in Massachusetts. We have the strictest gun laws in the nation. I, as a lawyer and a mom. And I, I probably, I have to jump through hoops to get a gun permit here. In other states, you can just walk in and probably as easy as buying milk. However, what happened in the 50s and 60s is we started letting people out of mental health institutions. And about 30% of people started being deinstitutionalized. Now, I don't agree with with institutionalizing people just because you don't agree with them. You feel that they're crazy. It's your child and or your wife or shock therapy that went on in the 50s. I don't agree with that. I also don't agree with treating mentally ill patients with, with lots of drugs and keeping them against their will for long periods of time. However, we do have a mental health crisis in this country. 
And a lot of the mental health issues are brought on by drug abuse with schizophrenia. There are also issues that kids are having from transitioning too early on. And then they like maybe with this young woman, I don't know. And we'll never know because she's not here anymore because she got shot by the cops for doing what she was doing. And so we'll never know, but she was under a doctor's care for her own mental health treatment. And so in the nineties, I was working in the New York state Senate and I remember walking around one of the facilities that had been closed and just thinking, where did all those people go? Are they just all on the street? Do we know who they are? Are we taking care of them? 30 years later, we have massive mental health issues going on, on our streets, in homes. A lot of it, like I said, from drugs, but from COVID and, and what people went through being locked up in their own homes and not having their normal routine, whether it was going to work or going to the senior center or going to daycare, or going to school, interacting with other folks, whether they were your friends or it was just the mailman. But losing that personal connection has actually increased mental illness in this country. And then you throw on guns and you throw on the fact that for some reason, we still don't know how to regulate those guns. And I think that there is a correlation because you, as I told this woman this morning, because I wasn't really in the mood to school her. However, the thing that I said is if you or I had a gun, there is zero to no likelihood that we would ever pick it up and go and shoot up a school. We wouldn't shoot up a bank. We wouldn't shoot up our state houses, our legislatures. We wouldn't go into a food store or Target or Walmart. That's not what sane people do. Sane people would say, I have a gun and I'm going to a gun club and I'm using it for sport. I'm going hunting, a sport. I'm using it in my home to protect my family against intruders. That is your constitutional right. It is not okay to kill people randomly. It is not okay to kill babies. They should be able to go to school and to learn and be safe. And parents, we should be able to let our children go to school in the morning and feel like they're going to be safe. I thought I lived in a part of the city at one point that had metal detectors. And I thought that that was crazy in high school, putting metal detectors. But these kids were in, you know, some of them were in gangs and they needed to protect the children. But who's protecting them from crazy adults? So I was listening to Trey Gowdy, who I think the world of former congressman from South Carolina, and he ended up retiring and, and not because he was old, but moved on and felt he had had enough in Congress, which, by the way, more and more elected officials should actually take a cue from Trey and move on after you've you've given your time. It's not a lifetime appointment, but I digress. So Trey Gowdy, the other day, I heard him and he was very passionate and he has been very passionate in the past about this as a father and as a husband of a wife who is a teacher. And he said, we've 
got to have some kind of conversation about what is wrong with the soul of this country that someone would kill a child. I don't know the answer. I just know that we have a soul problem in addition to a violence problem in this country. And we do because what are we teaching people? Where is the, we have mental health, but we also have respect, respect for each other, for other people, for people we don't know, for people who don't agree with us. Whether you tell someone, I hate Republicans, which is to me, it's hate speech against me who went into an appointment and met this woman for the first time to, to shooting at, at food stores and schools. And I just don't know where the answer is, but here's what I do know. And here's one of the problems that I think we face as a nation, which is that our elected officials don't have the balls to fix issues that are big issues because they are afraid of their own behinds, that they will not be reelected to office. They will not be reelected to office if you're a Democrat and you agree that there is a problem on the border. There is a problem with gangs. You want to get rid of guns? Go put a wall up at that border. You want to get rid of drugs? Go do the same thing. They do not want to agree that we have problems with China where TikTok is in every single one of our living rooms, our kids' bedrooms, our kids' bathrooms. But, but they can't see that. They don't want to take a stand on actual gun reform. And I don't believe in gun control. Gun reform, though, because listen, here in Massachusetts, where we all live on top of each other in the majority of the state, it's like 75% of the state lives in, in a 25 mile, 30 mile radius of Boston. And then everyone lives, then they're further apart. Our laws shouldn't be the same as Montana or South Dakota, where there's much more space and many less people than we have here. So there's no one size fits all laws, but sit down at the table and call it what it is. People have zero respect. There is a mental health crisis in this country and our legislators have no balls and they have to sit down and they have to figure out how to stop the madness. As Trey said the other day, Trey Gowdy had said, there is no motive that explains the execution of children. There is no why that is going to satisfy us when it comes to the systematic execution of six innocent people, including three children, is what Gowdy said. It is absolutely, positively the issue here the execution of people. It is time for our politicians to sit down and keep guns out of the hands of mentally ill folks. There is no reason that someone under a psychiatrist's care, someone who has had concerns raised about them by their family or by their friends, and that, that includes if you are suicidal, that includes a whole host of issues. If you have a mental illness, you should not have a gun. You may agree, you may disagree. 
You may also think that we shouldn't have guns on the streets at all, in homes at all. I disagree with that. I think that is our choice. But again, I'm not mentally ill. I'm not going to ever use a gun to hurt anyone. I would use one to protect my family. I would go and use it for sport. But that's not what happens in these school shootings. And so we need to have serious conversations about actually who is hurting who. It's not the what is hurting who. A gun needs to be picked up by a person. If you're going to have a gun, teach your family gun safety. Take a gun safety course. You don't just jump in a car and start driving. Drives me crazy people jump in boats and start driving and don't have licenses. But you need a license for a lot of other things. And so there should be some gun safety but it should never be in the hands of a mentally ill person who is going to use that gun and hurt babies where parents don't know that their child is going to come home at night, that there's a spot open at the dinner table. And whether you're a 61-year-old or you're a 9-year-old, doesn't matter. It's still a life, and it was someone's family member. And I hope our politicians on both sides of the aisle, come together and realize that their own egos have no place in Congress. It is what is good for all people because that's who they represent. And if that is not what they want to do, they should be voted out of office and we should send a message to them. Thank you very much. Stay happy, healthy, and safe. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com. 